0: This is a HeadGum Podcast.
1: Remember that one? Yes. Mm-hmm. What was that? Is that like Tears for Fears or some shit? No, way, man. That's like Jay Giles or I'm something. That one? No, no. Oh, uh-huh. Uh uh-huh. uh-huh. Ride that goddamn symbol, leave, baby. Open it till the end. Bust. Boost the bass. Pick it. Do the jikajang thing. Mute most the strings. Mute lost the strings. String those keys. Most strings. String those keys. Most strings. How about some just now? Ooh, strum the guitar. Yeah. Give it one strum. Do the Give it one strum. Don't stop with the jikajang. Ooh, another strum. Uh huh. That was improvised. Yeah, yeah Probably not gonna put that one on the album. Let's hold it back. There he is.
0: not the one I was thinking about, by right? oh, 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 oh,
1: oh, oh, oh. Yeah, man, that's Swingtown. J- uh, Steve Miller. Steve Miller. Yeah. Come on and dance. Guys, welcome to Dynamic Banter. Um, Mike Falzone and I are back. Thank you. I'm just going to give it to you now, Mike. I have a surprise for you.
0: Okay. That's I
1: got, great. I got a treat for you.
0: Like an edible? No. Dude, did you see... Never mind. Getting ahead of no, myself. No, tell me. Tell me. You know what would have been a great treat for anyone who has no problem eating a lot of candy? When we were at Comic-Con, I was yeah. walking downtown San Diego and mm-hmm. there was a candy store and there was a box about the same size and dimensions of a cereal box uh-huh. and it was filled with just pink Starburst. <laughs> oh
1: God, Is that really? not the most
0: insane thing you've that, ever heard in your life? <sighs>
1: We live in such a t- uh, terrifying time, and and such a, <laughs> a uh, such a fun time. <laughs> yeah. It's fun and terrifying at the same time. It's because you the can same. buy a box of pink Starburst, yeah, and you can buy a bag
0: of crystal meth.
1: <laughs> Is that not what you were gonna say? Hey,
0: crystal, meth, hey, crystal. Dude, crystal a break up until you bigger one, stop, dude.
1: Uh. <laughs> You could buy a bag of fucking Lucky Charms marshmallows. Is that
0: right? Yeah, Alone. they sell those. Yes, Lucky Charms sell them, sells those? sells. No, it's
1: not officially Lucky Charms. Well,
0: then that's horseshit. This is a Starburst. Oh, You're branded. trying to tell
1: me that those marshmallows aren't easy to reverse engineer? I, honest to God,
0: don't know anything about. I wouldn't know what the first step was. Probably I would say you get a box of sugar. sugar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need sugar and food coloring, and I don't know um, who's the the listener that bakes the cookies and stuff. Oh, shit.
1: You and put she me baked on the spot. us all those Fuck. amazing cookies. Can we go for... to the P.O. box after this together? Do you have a second? I have to film the entire mic in the morning. Well, you can film us going to the P.O. box. Yeah, but that's not That's good content. content.
0: There's a difference between content. It's content.
1: content. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh-uh. I was opening a tab on my computer and I forgot why.
0: I got a really nice inbox from somebody the other day. Okay. And they were talking about how they were in a rough place in their life. Aww. And this show was really, really nice. Really. For them. That's mm-hmm. what I like to hear. And helped them through a, a really nice time. And then there was this other dude who who inboxed me and said, uh, "Cloverfields?" Question mark. I remember y'all saying old episodes would be posted on YouTube. (laughs) Is that no happening? Because I've listened to every DB like 40 times each to make sure they weren't funny. The first time. So I need new old material. (laughs) Why was it it always that long? (laughs) The (laughs) build-up? It is. Could you edit it so it's just the build-up before it it pays off?
1: I think the one we do in the beginning of ours is an edited version of it, yeah. Because that sounds like a joke now. (laughs) That sounds
0: like a bit. And then I said, did you inbox me just to tell me that every episode of Dynamic Banter isn't funny? (laughs) And the conversation went on
1: from there. <laughs> and now you guys are meeting up for lunch next week.
0: Now This is the montage of us running down the street with our hands intertwined. And we're like
1: trying each other's sodas and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you did think that was funny. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. Now we're sharing one another soda. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. Sasprilla. 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 <laughs>
0: Share my straw, and you can, can share my mailer. straw. I'll share your straw. I'm trying your soda. There doesn't seem to be anyone around. Out. That part's just regular. I'm trying I'm your
1: soda. Now. The beating of our hearts is the I'm only sound. And we'll do a doo 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 do doo. Do you
0: think the crickets were paid for their participation in that song? <laughs> I guarantee they died in the studio. (laughs) (laughs) I can
1: guarantee that. All
0: right, are we done with the crickets? And then they just start start struggling. Who wanted to be here to stop the crickets? Why is this song still playing? (laughs) (laughs) Get
1: it in there. Guys, I want to talk to you all a little bit about uh, Cloverfields. (laughs) That's why the song was playing, Mike. <laughs> oh, come on, buddy. That was a long buildup. Yeah, get in there. Yep. Is was this enough?
0: I think it's. I think it's dead helium. I think your voice kind of already sounds
1: like. That, I know. So I you think don't it's need de- it. De- it's dead helium. <laughs> That was my favorite punk band. We're working with expired helium. Welcome to Dead Helium. (laughs) Hey, guys, we're Dead Helium. We're here to rock your fucking faces (laughs) off. I don't want to asphyxiate myself and die, so do you want to try some of this? I'm not going to put your sick mouth on my mouth. Well, there's seven other helium balloons in here, Mike.
0: I don't know. I just think my time could be better spent.
1: (laughs) You hear all that helium, Mike? That could have been in your mouth. (laughs) That could have been a fun joke coming out of your mouth. This was that? Guys, um... I just want to get through this very quickly because there's really not much to say. But um, there is some news about Cloverfield. You still on Did the- you know this?
0: People have been texting me or uh, inboxing me. You gave out your phone number? I gave out my phone number, my home phone, my landline. Your yeah, HP. And uh, <laughs> I uh, mentally I'm kind of out right now. I've been thinking about everything since the first movie. And it's just gonna take a lot to get me super excited about it.
1: You ever burp and you clear your throat while you're burping and so you bring a little phlegm up? I try to keep those two a separated. I'm looking for an opportunity to poop and cum at the same time. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> oh probably. <laughs> Cooping.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna coop.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna piz. <laughs> Um, Are
0: you pissing in the corner over there, dude? <laughs> there would be no question. You. Would <laughs> question.
1: I really want to do a segment on the Valley folk and out yonder, where I go to a doctor and ask if it's medically possible to come and jizz or to poop and jizz at the same time.
0: Well, Steve, uh, <laughs> it's not a, entirely impossible.
1: Well, doctor, have you ever seen it? <laughs> because. It would
0: have to have some kind of Greek name like Pizorium. Pizorium apparendi.
1: <laughs> well in medical school we called it, yeah. Pisonicus <laughs> poopoyucumicus. Ocus Pon. Ocus comicus. <laughs> <laughs> um I know a lot of people. That I do know a lot of people. See, it's just dead helium. Give that one the biggest suck you can give. I don't love this, I'll yeah, tell you that right it's just now. bad, a bad bit. I thought it'd be a good bit. We have helium balloons <sighs> left over. I know, it makes you real dizzy, sorry buddy. Uh, <sighs> we had helium balloons in the SourceFed, so, wow, SourceFed office, yeah. Jesus Christ. Freudian there's, and slam. <laughs> there's a documentary on um, the making of uh, <laughs> Frighteners. You ever see that movie, The Frighteners? No. It was starring Michael Jordan Fox. <laughs>
0: Holy God! <laughs> <laughs> Nothing you did just now was even that good.
1: <laughs> it was just the fact that it happened that in the way that it perfect. did. Perfect. Um, did you? You didn't see the Frighteners? Uh, it's no. that Michael J. Fox movie. Peter <laughs> Jackson directed it, and it's like it's like it's got like a Ghostbusters kind of comic or uh, comedic ghost. <laughs> But it's from on. the ghost
0: perspective. <laughs> it's <laughs> well, not spoiler alert about the busters so much.
1: Um, no, but it's like Michael J. Fox is like a like a clairvoyant. He like sees ghosts. He talks to ghosts, and so he's like a crackpot like like uh, bio exorcism, like Beetle bioexorcist, like Beetle. Oh shit! And that's from the eighties. No, it's from the I it's from the late nineties, maybe. Oh. No, it's I very good, but anyway, it's Michael J. Fox and Peter Jackson, dude, it's very good. We'll have to watch it for Halloween or something. Sure. Wow, you've never seen it, so maybe this is an opportunity to get you on first-time show. Okay. I'd okay. like to
0: hang out with Brett. Yeah,
1: Brett's so great. Um, so anyway, the reason why I brought it up is because in a, in one of the featurettes on it, like Michael J. Fox does a lot of action in the movie, and he's like driving in like old timey cars and he's like, oh God, and screaming and stuff. And he, there's so many bloopers. You have to look this up on YouTube. There's so many bloopers where he's like, okay, all right, and action, Michael. And he goes, oh, Doc, we get, oh shit. No way. Yes, he says Doc yeah, yeah, yeah. so many times. How many times is so many? Like maybe five different times. Yeah. During the shoot of the Frighteners, at least that they caught, Do you think he's, he's in the middle of a scene and he's like, Doc, come on. Oh, and he goes uh, like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs>
0: Dude, do you think he's done that in every movie? I'd like to in? think
1: yes. Yeah. And, it's, and it, it's a sweet thing because it's like, oh, that means he just misses Back to the Future or like that was maybe the best time of his life making Back to the Future. Or, or he's
0: traumatized.
1: Or his Parkinson's is making him do that.
0: Oh, was he, old? Was he like, diagnosed at this time?
1: Yeah, he had it since, I want to say.
0: Does that do that? I don't think that does that. Parkinson's? Is that, like, a neurological?
1: Yeah, he said he started noticing, like, twitching early on in his life, and he's like, huh, well, I'm just twitching.
0: Oh. Yeah. Interesting.
1: Sorry to scare all of you listeners now, because you're like, fuck, I twitch.
0: Yeah, fuck. everyone's drinking a gallon of water and checking for twitches now.
1: Yeah, sorry, we're gonna this is we're just gonna scare everyone yeah. with medical conditions. But anyway, I said the SourceFed office, but I meant the valley folk office. Um but yeah, there's helium balloons in here and we thought it would be a funny bit. I was thinking of saving it all the way to like History Road. Oh. But it's like these, just saying this, this helium good. sucks. It didn't we even need, last like you had to get better stuff. It didn't last way. we went to Party City and it didn't even last twenty four hours. Um I said... I'm sorry, Mike. We're on the Cloverfields portion of okay, Dynamic sorry. Banter. So if you're going to go off on a tangent that would belong on Dynamic Banter, maybe we would just take a second and hold on to that.
0: I'm going to say one sentence that won't make sense anywhere else in the episode but right now. Perfect. Um, one time I said, welcome back to SourceFed on a Skybound stream. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Children welcome back to sp- uh, Skybound. Spy, ga- <laughs> spy gowns. <laughs> So anyway, just this stupid, super fast, quick information. We thought the next Cloverfield movie was gonna be Overlord, mm-hmm. which is a bad robot. J.J. Abrams produced movie about Nazis and uh, zombies. <laughs> <laughs> Let me hide those. Because you could point at those at any time and it would be hilarious. Glasses off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Close. <laughs>
1: um, yeah. So here's the news, guys. It's not a Cloverfield movie. All right, moving on. So, um, <laughs> Mike and I went yeah. to Comic Con. It was a headgun podcast. <laughs> yeah.
0: I had a fun time, man. A very fun time. Um, Did you have a fun time? You worked a lot.
1: <laughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. um yeah dude i was very busy at comic-con and uh (laughs) what a mess Uh,
0: (laughs) glasses on this should be the episode you introduce your your friends to for sure
1: um, <laughs> this is the surprise for you, Mike. I brought the yeah, I brought your chimes yeah. back.
0: Thank you so much. Yes,
1: yeah, Mike. You had nothing to do over there, and I've got all the goddamn noisemakers. And Mike's chimes are back.
0: Oh my goodness! Yeah, the
1: chimes were uh, gone. The chimes were at my place where we used to record dynamic banter. <sighs> yeah, and now you've got it here, Mike. Are you are you happy to see him? I'm so happy, and this was a great surprise. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. I. Do uh, you want to give it a? I will. Okay. <laughs> Comic-Con was great, man. It was super busy, I like you said, and it was busy. Um, uh, did a lot of cool stuff. I got to hang out with Michael Rooker.
0: Michael Rooker? Oh, from uh, Mallrats. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. Did uh, you give
0: him a chocolate cream? <laughs> I'm
1: sure he's so sick of that. There it is. <laughs> he had his hat pulled down way low over his eyes. Yeah, he certainly did. <laughs> he does this. Yeah, yeah. Um, that might have... Uh, well, any, anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, and I got to work with Skybound, which is always fun, and Sam Basher, who I love very much, and mm-hmm. Robert Kirkman and all those guys. We, we had a blast. Rachel. And Rachel, both Rachels, Evans and Skidmore, and Genevieve and all those kids over at Skybound. <laughs> Put all their Ian. emails
0: up at the end of the show.
1: Um, and then, uh, And then... Midway through the con, I got news that my friend died.
0: Yeah, sorry,
1: which sucks so bad, man. I mm-hmm. loved John Schnapp. Dude was so fucking rad. Like he was just rad. hmm And um, super funny, super cool. Anytime I saw him, he never act. He never. He he had so much success in the nerd world. He like directed episodes of Venture Brothers and oh cool and worked on Space Ghost and and. I believe directed and wrote and maybe even co-created Metalocalypse. Oh, wow. Which is such a great show. And um, directed this really cool documentary, the death and birth of Return of Superman. I don't know, I'm fucking all this up because I'm just, I'm an asshole. But Mm. you guys know, John Schnapp, um, he was on a first time show. He came and talked about Blade Runner with me and Brett. Oh, nice. Um, But yeah, dude was just super rad and he was ill for a little bit and then I was at Comic-Con and I got the news and it just like made comic it just put this dark blanket over the rest of comic con mm-hmm. for me which really bummed me out i mean I, I i still had fun in the sense that it's like it's impossible to not have fun at comic con in, in certain respects and i think john would have wanted that anyway um he's there he was there every year and yeah. i bumped into him every year and uh, i basically would bump into him at every comic con any con i went to out here in la um And uh, But yeah, dude was always just so genuine. I remember one one year I was like waiting for a car to pick me up uh, to leave San Diego, get the fuck out of Dodge Mm because at the end of Comic-Con you just want to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, I was caught in that traffic. Yeah, so was I and it was hot garbage. I was caught a little bit this year but I've been in it like you said, yeah. and it could get real bad. But um, but I was waiting for a car and I had all my exclusives and stuff. And then John walks up and he's all, he comes to wait for his car and he's like, man, look at all this shit you got. And he's <laughs> just making fun of me. And he, he's like, all right, all right, show me what you got, man, show me what you got. And I was, we were like comparing exclusives. I was showing him all the exclusives I got and he was just like, dude, we gotta hang out, man. He's just like this super cool, big teddy bear sweaty guy he was just like well, gotta hang out man let's fucking work on some you're funny dude let's fucking work on shit mm-hmm. and that was an honor to me that he wanted to work with me because he made some really cool shit and he's such a funny awesome guy he was such a funny awesome guy um so yeah man it just like really put a big bummer on comic-con and anyone who knew him knew right away what happened too so everyone was just kind of like did you hear about john did you hear about john mm-hmm. and Everyone was just kind of like, "Yeah, man! God damn it! I can't believe it! It's such a shock!" Did it help at all to be around all those other people? Yeah, yes, and because there were so many people there that knew who he was and respected his body of work and and knew him personally. Some some people knew him personally, and um, it yeah, it made it super. It made it at least better because it, at home. I don't know who I would have talked to about it. I mean, Brett was on the episode with me, but Brett didn't know John very well. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, Matt Robb I think has worked with him at the Smosh stuff, but I, I not many of my close personal friends like worked with him. And yeah. so being able to like hang out with a bunch of people at Comic Con who had actually worked with him and knew him and de it helped a lot. It mm-hmm. did it did help a lot. And it and um you know, it just it just made Comic Con dark. Mm-hmm. for the rest of the Comic-Con, but he loved that space so much, and he loved that world and the people so much that it kind of still like gave us that bright kind of feeling because we knew that he, if he were there, he would still be having a great time, and we would all laugh about how sweaty he was, mm-hmm. and we'd all laugh about how crowded it is, and we'd talk about some inappropriate shit and laugh, mm-hmm. and then... Um, Talk about working together again and see when we're going to see each other next, and then that, and then I'd see him again next year. Yeah. And I think that that spirit carried on for sure because, you know, if I, I'd like people to consider the same for me. If, you know, one day when I pass, that like I'd still want you if, if for some reason it was involved in when Comic-Con, you pass during VidCon. When I passed during VidCon, I would still want people to have a great VidCon because I had a great VidCon <laughs> every year. <laughs> but uh. <laughs> but yeah man it was very sad um but he will not be forgotten and he's definitely a legend in the community and um his legacy will live on for sure Mm -hmm. and i'll share as much of his stuff as possible his partner holly um is continually posting like cool stuff about him and uh and if you follow her on on I think she's like Betty Draper's fat suit on Instagram which is so (laughs) funny yeah that's her Instagram name she's a funny gal too Mm -hmm. and and also very creative and and work with John on the documentary and stuff like that
0: you should give the dynamic banter listeners something to go look up and watch
1: yeah well I mean hang on let me pull up his IMDB really quick and then I mean you could really just look up John schnapp just google john schnapp and you'll you'll find that he's probably worked on something that you love
0: dude i remember when that metalocalypse show started i never watched too much uh, uh that was cartoon network right or adult swim. adult swim yeah but i watched it when it started and then uh i remember anytime it was on tv i would be like oh i, w- I want to watch this because it's fucking yeah. funny i caught a, f- a couple of full episodes and it was funny as shit
1: have you only seen like a few? Yeah. Like yeah, it's so good, man. Yeah. It's such a wacky bonkers. I would go back and watch um, that for sure. Well, so I'm looking at in his filmography in the animation department, and he worked on Space Ghost, Aquatine, Hunger Force, Kablam. Oh wow. Way Kablam back was in the day. great. Obviously Metalocalypse. Um and then um we'll see what he directed here. He directed Segment W on The ABCs of Death, which is a super cool horror anthology movie. Where each letter is represented as a short film, short horror film. The Death of Superman Lives is the documentary that he worked on that you have to see. He directed a bunch of Metalocalypse episodes, a bunch of Venture Brothers episodes. If you guys have never seen Venture Brothers, I mean, oh shit, he directed some Upright Citizens Brigade episodes, which I did not know. And that show's so fucking funny and good. Damn. Oh my God, he directed Lady of the Lake? Fuck. The movie? No, no, the episode of uh, the episode of Upright Citizens oh, Brigade. Oh, oh. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, I'm just nerding out about him now. Is that the one where they were in the park? Yeah, and there's like a and it, like Matt Passar <laughs> keeps coming out of the water, and he's like got he's like I've got the sword, <laughs> you got the. It's really funny, um, but yeah, dude was just fucking really cool, and um, yeah, so he won't be forgotten, and his legacy lives on and stuff. And actually, Holly has a. Um, I might as well just this out because I'm gonna actually look it up Holly has a um, a uh, donation th- like a page set up for uh, John's medical bills even though he did pass um, his medical bills were astronomical for when when they were trying to keep him alive uh, so Holly set up a, uh, a funding like kind of like a, um, Go fund me. a GoFundMe type thing I'm trying to find there it is it's um it's just GoFundMe dot com, and then you just type in John Schnapp, or you can type in Get Well John Schnapp. How you spell Schnapp? S C H uh, N E P P. And um, they've almost reached their goal of two hundred thousand dollars for his medical bills, and they're at one hundred sixty-eight thousand. So if you guys can help at all in any way, you would be helping out a wonderful woman and a wonderful family of a man who is now gone, who will not be forgotten. So anyway, um. <laughs> Thank you Mike. That was the memorial day. This is been <laughs> memorial banter. Um, <laughs> love you John. Um okay, so anyway, yes, com- so other than that Comic-Con was a good time. Taco Bell did the Demolition Man. I walked past it. Oh fuck, man. That shit was so rad. Did Do you, you remember Demolition in? Man? Did you eat? No. Okay, well, <laughs> you you'd have to know Demolition Man at least a little bit to enjoy the everything that they offered in there. Yeah. Like you remember you know about the 3 seashells thing, right? You don't know anything about that? Okay, well, oh, I can't wait to tell you this. Okay. I can't wait to hear it. We'll be right back. <laughs> while I drink some kombucha. <laughs> um it's good for your gut it works. Uh <laughs> Demolition Man. Do you do you know anything about Demolition Man? Like I do you just know it the exists Genesis game a couple times? Okay, then let me let me truncate let me just squeeze the idea of the movie.
0: Wesley Snipes played Dennis Rodman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dennis Rodman's hair played Wesley Snipes in <laughs> man, this battery's real low over here. I'm getting nervous. Well, this has been. <laughs> well, it certainly has <laughs> been. Do you want to stop it and put a new battery? I don't in? know.
0: Because if it goes, then I don't think anything sticks.
1: Okay, all right, let's stop it. I'll get some new batteries. Okay,
0: two, one. All right, we're back.
1: Um, okay, so demolition Man. Oh, boy, I can't wait.
0: So there a We'll be a right back. <laughs>
1: all right. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna like if you're if you listening to this are a huge demolition man fan and I'm fucking up some of this story don't fucking send me an email I don't give a fuck I'm gonna ignore it I look I'm not an expert on the movie I just watched it but there's a lot I forgot so I'm gonna do the gist of it and the little details I might fuck up aren't important and you know it so shut the fuck up
0: oh shit started on a real defensive note
1: okay uh <laughs> so demolition man it takes place in like 1993 or something 1995 the future. <laughs> and in, in the, <laughs> yeah exactly and in this 1995 i think the movie came out in 92 or something 93 <laughs> and uh, and the movie takes place in 95 so it's some kind of future and in this world uh, <laughs> wesley snipes is a very bad man he's a murdering maniac drug dealing money stealing rooting tooting sounds like a guy trying to (laughs) highfalutin yeah he's just a guy trying to make a quick buck in illegal ways that hurts people and um and Sylvester Stallone is a uh fucking badass cop they call him the demolition man Mm. because he comes and he blows shit up he like takes care of shit reckless he's reckless and so um he gets in there to stop Wesley Snipes in the beginning of the movie, and he goes to Wesley Snipes, and he's like, "You can you can catch me right now, man, but I will. But then I won't tell you where all these hostages are." And he's like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, that's right. I'm gonna press this button, or I'm gonna like this building on fire, and all these hostages will die." And so Sylvester Stallone's like, "Fuck you!" And he like, tries to stop him, and so he catches fuck you
0: telling where the hostages
1: are. He catches him and then the building explodes, oh, and wow. so all these people die because Sylvester Stallone went in and did it his way. But he caught the guy, but they're like, you're in trouble, buddy. So um, they... In the, Do they in, bring
0: him into the office and say,
1: demolition man, you're reckless. You're in trouble, buddy, is what, it, is what someone's line was. <laughs>
0: these people's families would like to have a word with you.
1: Um, you're in trouble, buddy. Uh, <laughs> so... So one of the parents of the dead dead family comes in and they're like, "You're in trouble, Benny." <laughs> uh, everyone just says it one by one. So um, th- so his punishment, Sylvester Stallone's punishment is he he has to be cryo he gets to be tri- cryogenically frozen uh-huh. for forty years. That's his punishment for you, killing all these people. You get to take a long nap. But he, while he's frozen, they go through this like cryogenic rehabilitation thing where like you they they force you to like watch things and whatever you you have to like pay attention to this shit going on,
0: yeah, that's your sentence you have to pay attention from now on, right,
1: much like the real prison it's system <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pay
0: attention pick up trash and pay attention,
1: and then wesley snipes get gets frozen for like even more like a hundred years or something who knows <laughs> so anyway. That's what happens. It gets fr- they both get frozen. Then fast forward to the year twenty thirty five or something. Yeah. And the future is like bonkers. Well, it's like it's like everything's PC, everything's clean. Los Angeles blended in with like connected with San Diego and That's and, nice. And they're called San it's called San Angeles now. Ooh. And it's just everything's beautiful, and the police department is like super peaceful. And their methods of like stopping people, they have these like little electric clubs, like, no one has guns anymore. It's like yeah. a super nice vision of the future. And uh oh.
0: Uh, Uh Uh-oh, we forgot we spent probably millions of dollars keeping Wesley Snipes alive for 100 years.
1: (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, Wesley Snipes wakes up, (laughs) something goes wrong, and his cryogenic chamber opens, and boy, oh, boy, is he loaded up with a bunch of knowledge of the future and how to use the weapons or how to, like, hack things and use their... So he's, like, this super guy Uh in the future, and he starts causing all this crazy, insane havoc, and the police don't know what to do because they don't know how to handle violence they're 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 very innocent and and uh pacifists they're pacifists the
0: sticks aren't working
1: the sticks won't stop wesley snipes <laughs> and you know that mike you don't need to see the movie to know a stick won't stop wesley snipes <laughs> and so they're like what do we do and sandra bullock is this like 90s obsessed cop who like, is like, there was this guy named the Demolition Man and he stopped Wesley Snipes way back in the day. We
0: probably got him frozen somewhere.
1: And she knew that he was frozen in there and they were like, well, unfreeze him. And they unfreeze him and he's like, what the fuck, where am I? Where's my family? Where's my mom? Adrian. Where's my mom? <laughs> It's the it's first existence. thing he's doing. It's a <laughs> tough guy.
0: It's a tough cop. Yeah, the first thing With <laughs> my mom. With my
1: mom. <laughs> the demolition oh, man. <laughs> he's.
0: All right, we're going to we're going to unplug this machine and we're going to freeze the toughest, baddest cop there ever been. We call him the Demolition Man. His body count is through the roof. This guy's ruthless. He's at ice water in his veins. Take no prisoners. Let's let him out.
1: Stand back, boys, when he comes out, he might come out punching. What? What? Where's my mom? Where's my mom? Where's my mom? shit that's so funny oh oh god so <laughs> he's freaked out he doesn't know where to... <laughs>
0: so obviously he's upset <laughs> He's in the
1: future. He doesn't know where his mom is.
0: He's he's he just he's confused. He's
1: dealing with a lot. And they're like, "Listen, this guy that you stopped way back in the day is causing all sorts of not good in our clean city." And we heard you know how to stop him. And uh, he's like, "Where's my mom?" <laughs> I can't get over it. He can't. He loved his mom. <coughs> And so, anyway, that's the movie. So he's in the future and all of these cops are like, there's of course this like head of the, the police department who's like, I don't like the way you do things! Where's my mom? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, you, you take care of your mom, she lives with you. Thank you, now what were we talking about? <laughs> now let's get back to business. How about where's your mom? <laughs> All right, roll call. Where's everybody's (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, and so anyway, at one point in the movie, Sylvester Stallone does something really nice. (laughs) Oh, wait, before I get to that, they do all these weird, like you're in the future, like fish out of water things, like Sylvester Stallone's like, he goes, he's like, I gotta go to the bathroom. And he goes to the bathroom, and then he comes out, and he's like, uh, I think you're out of toilet paper in there. Uh-huh. And they're like, they're laughing, and they're, they're like, what's toilet paper? And Sandra Bullock's like, in the 90s, like, like humans used to wad up paper to clean, their, clean themselves after they went to the bathroom, and everyone, like, busts up laughing. Uh-huh. And... Um, He's like, this is the, all I saw, and there were these three seashells. And they're like, he doesn't know how to use the three seashells. And then start laughing. Oh! And they never explain what the three seashells are. But essentially, it's like what people in the future use to wipe their assholes. Did they
0: have those in the Taco Bell? Yes, they did. Oh, that's great, man. Yes. Did they have they toilet did. paper in the Taco Bell? They did, yeah.
1: That's too bad. That's probably, I think that's a, a, a law. <laughs>
0: this is comic Con, no rules
1: um but yeah they had the, th- the three seashells which we still have no idea how they're used Which how is the many best people thing. wipe their ass with the seashell well humor? i i the thing is is like had they been available to like actually like take out of where they were being displayed yeah you bet your goddamn dirty butthole i would have done some fun <laughs> photos on the toilet with them yeah i would have done pants down Underwear at ankles, like on the toilet, like about to put a shell down there. Yeah, like selfies, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> but they were in like a little case, and it said "out of order" on a little digital display. About I like it. that; that's <clears> really cool. <clears throat> cool. Yeah. So anyway, so that's one of the funny, weird things about Demolition Man is that they they have these like super. It's like they were in the writers' room, and they're like, "What could we? How could we confuse someone like Sylvester Stallone in the future? Like, yeah. let's come up with all this funny shit."
0: Aside from hiding his mom. <clears throat>
1: Like at one point, um <laughs> at one point they're in they're in the police car and Sandra Bullock's like, Let's listen to some music. It always calms me down and it's just like um she's like, Oh, you probably want to listen to some oldies and he's like, Oldies? What are you talking about? Where's my mom? <laughs> and she goes <laughs> She turns on the radio, she's like, Let's go to the oldies station And the oldies station is just T V jingles. Oh like Slinky, a slinky, everyone wants a slinky, and like, give me a break, give me a break, break me off a piece of that cake. And they're all like thirty seconds long? Yeah, that's the radio station. And she's and she's like singing along to it, and he's like, What the fuck's going on? And she's like, We (laughs) love (laughs) these, these jingles are so great. This is nineties classic music or whatever. Yeah. So um and then that comes back a bunch in the movie. But at the pop-up at the Taco Bell restaurant, they had a piano player. That was playing TV or like commercial theme songs. Oh, that's cool. The whole time he was just playing live. Give me a break! Give me a break! It was really, really cool. Nice. And then, um, and finally, the final thing I'll tell you, and then you'll go see the movie yourself. You son of a bitch! I will do that because it sounds awesome. This ain't a movie theater. I'm not here to play the movie. This ain't a time for me to play a movie for you, Mike. We should watch it together because I think that would be a lot of fun. Okay, I'll wait. <laughs> um, at one point, Sylvester Stallone does something really good and the mayor of San Angeles comes to him and says, uh, for your for your valiant act today, I'd like to take you to dinner. Mm-hmm. And he goes like, oh, oh, well, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and a breakfast. I am a little hungry. Well, you know, I do like food. You guys got food in the future, right? Wait, <laughs> And the mayor goes, "Yes, I will take you to. Like, let's. How about Thursday, seven thirty, Taco Bell?" And then he walks away, and he's like, "What? <laughs> Taco Bell." And then, like, the next scene, he's, like, with Sandra Bullock, and he's, like, look, I love burritos just as much as the next guy, but why would, like, he's, the mayor's taking me to Taco Bell. (laughs) What an ungrateful piece of shit. And Sandra Bullock's, like, oh, yeah, um, uh, Taco Bell won the franchise wars back in, like, 2015, And now they're the only restaurant on the planet.
0: (laughs) 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 Taco Bell finally overtook pizza.
1: Yeah, Taco Bell overtook everything. Grocery stores. Ralph's. (laughs) all of it you can't get fresh produce you go to Taco Bell now. no 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 um, but yeah that now it's every restaurant is Taco Bell and so they go to this five-star restaurant it's Taco Bell and it's How does been, Sylvester Salone
0: know the address of which one he was talking about what do you mean meet me at Taco Bell five because well, because
1: he because the mayor like invited the police to like the police chief and Schwarzenegger and and Sandra Bullock, and it was like a big deal. You're having dinner with the mayor, so it's like. But
0: I'm saying, if every restaurant is Taco Bell, did he say? Like, well,
1: I think there. I think there's like a five star one.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
1: There's like a five star fancy Taco Bell, sure. and so that's where they go. Yeah, and it's like super fancy everyone's dressed up in like weird taco bell waiter outfits and stuff
0: still eating with their hands
1: yeah and that's the restaurant that's the restaurant they put up at comic-con Oh,
0: okay they did
1: a replica of that restaurant and like the meal they bring out in the movie is just like this metal plate with like these tiny little like taco looking things Uh with like some weird like design with like a sauce over it yeah it just looks like a fancy like Meal you'd get at a super expensive restaurant, but it's Taco Bell, and that's no. what they were serving us. They served us some food replicas of exactly what it looked like in the movie. and Did it taste? Good? It was delicious. Yeah, it was such a it was such a weird. Like this is why Taco Bell is so fucking awesome because they just. Who the fuck even remembers Demolition Man? Mm. But those who do know the Taco Bell thing. And so it's like the 25th anniversary of Demolition Man. And Taco Bell's like, fuck it. Let's do something fun at Comic-Con and let's do this do this, yeah. Demolition Man Dude, thing. Dude, that's,
0: that's like the guaranteed formula. That's like the algorithm for nostalgic things. If it's 25 to 30 years old, that's like when you could start selling it again.
1: Right, but you gotta do it right. Like if, if someone was like, we're gonna do... The Roger Rabbit Club, the Ink and Paint Club. Remember the club they go to in Roger Rabbit, where the where the Betty Boop is serving drinks and stuff. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the Donald Duck's playing the piano and stuff. Yeah, like we're gonna do a we're gonna do a, a anniversary of Roger Rabbit. So come see this. And if you go to it and it's like shit, yeah. And there's just like paper cutouts and like the place looks like garbage, then yeah. that's a way to fuck that up. No, cool really
0: attention to detail stuff is awesome.
1: Exactly. So nostalgia for sure sells, but you gotta do it right, man. Yeah, Talk absolutely. about did it right and it was like a fucking home run. It was the coolest thing at Comic-Con this year for sure. Nice.
0: Did you see the, the Purge place?
1: Yeah, the Purge city? Yeah. I didn't go in. Did you go in? No, but you saw it from the
0: outside? Yes, I did. Okay, I won't show you the picture then.
1: Yeah, so Mike, you want to tell him what it was though?
0: It, was a, it looked like a party city. but It looked like party city. But it said, it said Purge city on it. And it said everything you need for The Purge. And it was set up totally like a party city.
1: And that's cool because...
0: I don't know why it's cool.
1: I'll tell you why it's cool. Because The Purge movies might not be that great.
0: But there's a but series. But the
1: concept is so cool. And there's a series coming out. And it did look like a party city. It was really strange. I heard yeah. people said when they went in, you could like pick like weapons and stuff. And they were like toy weapons you could have. Oh, cool. Yeah. I wish... Uh I wasn't into anything
0: that had a huge display, but I did learn about Box Brown. Do you know about Box Brown? No. Box Brown is a, uh, he's a, like a graphic artist. Not I don't know what you would call him. He's not really a, I guess you would call him a comic book artist, but he wrote like a big thick book graphic novel on Andre the Giant's life. Oh, shit. And then he did one on Andy Kaufman, which I'll give you after I'm done. Are you fucking serious? And it's just like, it's a really fun thing to read and it's really cool. So I got three pins from yesterday's that were uh, two of them are Andre the Giant and one of them is Andy Kaufman. I think I sent you a picture. Wow. And uh, I bought the pins not knowing who Box Brown was. And then they were like, oh, are you a fan of the Box Brown books? And I was like, I don't know what that is. So I went to our comic book place over here and I got them both and I've been reading them and it's really awesome.
1: Wow, so this guy did biographies but in graphic novel style? Yeah, it's like That's it's like so watching cool. the
0: Andre the Giant documentary but in like a big thick graphic oh novel. Oh my God, I
1: love that. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I need that Andy Kaufman book when you're done with it. Yeah,
0: sure. it's really awesome.
1: What else? Uh, what Mike, do? you had an exciting Comic-Con though. You did
0: that <sighs> final space panel. Yeah, I moderated the panel. How did that go? It was awesome, man. I, um... I, I was talking to Olin before and uh, all the TBS people were kind of nervous cause they yeah. don't have a dog in the fight over here. I'm yeah. just the dude to them who Olin suggested. And, um, and I was like, I was talking to him and I was like, how, how, you know, how stringent do you want this? how How strict do you want to be? And he's like, Tired of all these interview questions, man. Just like make it fun. Good for him. So that's the way to go. Yeah. So we went out there and we were sandwiched between robot chicken and Bob's burgers. Oh, man. And uh, there were like, you know, twenty one hundred people in, in this place and uh, went out and got some jokes in when when it was appropriate. But interviewed everyone. Uh, David Sachs, um, Tika Scepter, um, Cote Galloway, Alden Rogers, and Tom Kenny, Kenny yeah, and Tom Kenny was so fucking nice. to Isn't me. Isn't he great? And we, uh, <clears throat> you know, we had our good time on stage and, and then we were leaving the stage. We're like a minute or two over and Tom Kenny stays on stage after everybody else. And he comes up to me and he was like, dude, that was awesome. And I oh, know that man. moderating panels is a bitch. I've been to a million of these and I was like, no, I had a great time. He's like, no man, it sucks. And you rocked it. And then I went off stage, and Kristen Shaw was the first person. Kristen Shaw was the first person I saw, and she was like, That was awesome. Oh my God. (laughs) And so I didn't even say anything like, uh, I didn't even acknowledge what she said to me. I was like, "I'm such a big fan of yours." Yeah. And it was very nice. And then uh Holy shit. A lot of the TBS people said real nice things and and Olin and Cote said real nice things. Dude, you
1: I I knew I knew you were going to nail it. I knew you were. And I and I like everything not, you said that was going to happen. Happen. <clears throat> which is cool because i think i know that space a little and i kind of f- and i know you a lot and i kind of figured you would go you would just work so well in that space yeah it was a lot of I, fun I, like i want a world where you like moderate all the best comedy panels like even though like i don't know if that works for you or if that's something you'd want to do but i
0: would love to man as long as i uh, this is too picky and choosy, but as long as I like the thing, like yeah. I love Final Space and I love Olin.
1: That's not picky or choosy. You but, shouldn't uh, do a thing you don't like.
0: I saw. I was, I was. got there really early because I was kind of nervous. I just don't want to fuck it up because it's yeah. a big thing for them. And uh, I got there really early and I was watching a bunch from backstage and there were some where they would have like a really famous actor do it. And it was like, really famous actors don't play like to a, Live audience, no. well, like they can't stop being a really famous actor, <laughs> right, right? You know, and everything is very like forced and put upon, yeah. And uh, and and as I was watching these people who have a lot more money than me do this, <laughs> I was like, oh, we're gonna have a great time out yeah, here, yeah, man.
1: That's the thing, if you like, you've got that, like, I've done this before attitude, you work well with crowds, and like these guys aren't used to that, yeah, they're, they're just either actors or their interviewers but they're just those like hey guys welcome back to this. Yeah. yeah I've yeah, got yeah. this set questionnaire that the studio sent me for approval <laughs> that they edited down 75 times to just three word questions. <laughs> Do you milk is one of them. Where is mom? <laughs> Yeah, it's like there's so many of those. Just like so, tell us any funny stories from the set, type yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. And that's not how we operate. That's not how you operate. But
0: there's a way. I mean, I delivered set <laughs> questions, but there's a way to do it to like yes. keep it in like conversation form, and and I was just trying to make the people who I was asking the questions to excited about answering them.
1: Right, and, you, and there's always set questions right like yeah. did they give you some that they were like you should hit this you should hit this yeah
0: but then when we were all in the holding area i would ask uh each of them if they wanted me to ask them anything specific oh that's so, cool like they would have something oh that's to cool look forward good to.
1: for you for doing that that's yeah. a good move a professional move um a lot of times i'll get like the set question they'll be like make sure you hit this because this is um this has to do with the release of this product, yep. or the release of this release of this movie or show or something. Oh, yep. and depending on who's there, I'll just go like, "So, guys, the show comes out March twenty fifth, twenty nineteen. So, tell me what was the worst thing about Star Wars Episode One: <laughs> The Phantom Menace? <laughs> like, I'll make sure to get the info out there. And yeah. they already they're sick of it. Everyone on, this, on the on the stage is sick of it. Yeah. So they're just happy to be like, "Oh fuck, let's talk about something else." This are is the, something the other I people happy,
0: about. or are the like the marketing? Yeah, because
1: because the marketing people. People are sweating bullets backstage because they're like, they just want to make sure nothing goes wrong. Right. And if everyone's having fun and the audience is laughing and like, they're really looking at how the audience is like reacting to everything. And as long as you got their points out that they were like, they had diarrhea all morning about making sure you said at the panel. Yeah. Then, then it doesn't matter how it's delivered or what what happens after that, especially if everyone's having a good time. Yeah, man. But that's so super cool, man. Did you get to hang out in that like green room with everybody? And there was like, oh, fuck, there's that person, there's that person, there's that person. A
0: little bit. Um, When, like I said, the whole cast of, of Bob's Burgers that was there walked past us to come on the stage afterwards. And then when we were getting ready to go, uh, like Seth Green and uh, all these people from that's Robot cool. Chicken were there. But I didn't like, you know, I was very, sure, I right. was in my own Sure.
1: And you were a profesh I was, I was being profesh
0: And I mostly just caught up with uh, Olin's lady
1: That's cool, Rachel. man um, I saw Thomas Middleditch um, Not tip the, uh, dri- a driver <laughs> Really? Uh, Wait, what do you mean? A valet guy, I watched him not tip him oh. <laughs> <laughs> He was getting into his car He was leaving com- <laughs> leaving the hotel and, uh-huh. he, and the guy was like, okay, thank you And he like shook his hand and he was like, huh, okay Yeah, okay and then he like got into the Oh he
0: like car. made sure to that he was you're like, Sorry, t- <laughs> I don't.
1: I don't <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, you, if
0: you're rich, you have to carry around catchments.
1: You catch have with to, me. man. Yeah. You can't not tip if you're rich. Yeah. Come on. Come on, tip if you're rich. Tip if you're rich. <laughs> I want to share this as that tip if you're rich. <laughs> that's pretty good shirt. Um, that's so cool, man. So you had a good comic con. You you got to and you it was cushy. You got driven there and everything. That was, that was nice.
0: Was I supposed to tip that guy? <laughs>
1: Mm-mm. He's paid by the studio I You could have been, been nice and tipped
0: him um, I had great conversation with, with both of them I said that I wasn't going to talk to them And I was being real Hollywood about it on the podcast That's really But then yeah, I yeah. got in and I was like I hope you have a great date <laughs> Dude we <laughs> I left Comic Con at 5 o'clock on Friday So we drove, I made that poor man Drive from San Diego to Los Angeles
1: Oh was it the same guy? This is on. Was it the same guy? <laughs> no, it was a different guy. Oh, okay, okay. Two different guys. I forgot about our fucking uh, ad, uh, so <laughs> let's do that real quick. Oh, whoops! <laughs> All right, here we go. And you find a page number here and play a track. <laughs> oh goodness. Squarespace is a wonderful service that Mike Falzone and I fully endorse. And Squarespace has been a sponsor of the Dynamic Banter Podcast for quite a while now. And that's because we love Squarespace. And they love us. At least I think they do. It was late that evening in uh, New York. I was trying to figure out a way to make a website. Oops, I fucked up. Let me go back here. and fix these work. Well, now I fucked up again. Anyway, where's my wide out? Squarespace helped me build my website and uh, It was easy. Even an old gumshoe like me, and that's I'm not I'm not a gumshoe, gumshoes are when you start off. <laughs> Where's my mom?
0: <laughs> I, was a, I was a veteran. I was about to retire. <laughs> Even an old new guy like me knows
1: that. <laughs> Even an old rookie like me. <laughs> Guys, uh, Squarespace, you can use it to create beautiful websites that you turn your cool idea into a website. You can showcase your work. You can blog or publish content. You can sell products and services of all kinds. Promote your physical or online business. Announce an upcoming event or special project. Guys, and they've got beautiful templates created by world-class designers and the ability to customize the look and feel, settings, products, and more with just a few clicks. Anyone can do it. Everything's optimized for mobile right out of the box. Guys, you don't need to download anything there's a built-in search engine optimization it's you never need to patch or upgrade anything and there's that 24 7 award-winning customer support guys it doesn't get better than that so why don't you head on over to squarespace.com slash banter for a free trial and when you're ready to launch use the offer code banter to save 10 percent off your first purchase of a website or domain that's squarespace.com slash banter
0: and as always, if you're looking for a swell example of a Squarespace website, you can go to MikeFellZone.com. On that website, you'll see a couple tabs. One says Dynamic Banter. You can click that to get Dynamic Banter t-shirts and merchandise. Everything's limited edition when we don't press it again after it sells out. And also, there's a I just became a Johnny Cupcakes affiliate, so there's a link that says Johnny Cupcakes. I'm your link to exclusive sales and things they don't tell anyone else about. So once in a while, go to MikeValzone.com if you like dynamic banter and you like Johnny Cook.
1: Think it, dream it, make it with Squarespace. <laughs> All right. Well, you want to do a history road or you want to get the fuck out of here?
0: We can do a short history road. All
1: right, let's do a short history road. Should have had that ready.
0: Comic-Con's a really cool thing, man. I like it a yeah, lot.
1: Yeah, it's so fun. It's just a, dude, and I was on those little scooters that that I'm sure you hate. The lime one? I don't
0: hate you them. You don't hate them? Oh, good. No, not at
1: all. Why would I hate that? I don't know, cuz they're kind of annoying and there's a bunch of douchebags riding on them and they just leave them in the street and stuff. Well, I just hate douchebags. Right. Well, and we're not douchebags. Mm. We're respectable and respectful people. And uh but man, I was riding around Comic-Con all around in those things. Alana and I were zooming around the streets. It was dude, fun.
0: There were a lot of people texting and Driving those That's
1: bad news.
0: I don't know how that's physically possible
1: dude I can't even turn my head while I'm on <laughs> interesting. <laughs> I can't lift one hand off a handle for a second without wobbling like an idiot.
0: Yeah and these people were straight up just like not looking forward It's History History. 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 born babies my name is robin and i'm from sweden
1: guys this history road, <laughs> this history road goes andrew wenger Weng- oh fuck i farted <laughs> oh no poop's coming no no hold him back andrew wenger says hi steve and mike i recently discovered the valley folk where i found out about dynamic banter that's cool that's interesting All right. Might be the first recorded case of that. Let me suck some bugs. The last two weeks I have have listened to around 30 episodes as I work and have been caught multiple times laughing to something you guys said. (laughs) I don't know if this counts as a history road, but I have a story that happened to my brother's friend in middle school that my family continues to laugh at. I wasn't on the class. I was a few years below and heard all about it from my brother. We went to a small school where everyone knew everyone else and their family. One day, my brother's class is watching a geography video. The first scene is a woman with her husband giving birth. As this is going on, a voice from the back of the class, oh, my God, that's my mom and dad. Oh, my God, that's me. Where's my mom? The teacher goes to the VCR and pauses the video, rewinds the video, and confirms that it is indeed his parents. <laughs> <laughs> the principal of the school happens to be walking by, and the teacher grabs him and shows him the video. The principal then went to the teacher's lounge and grabbed all the teachers who were on break to come see the video. What was the video again? Was the it video was out? giving birth No, to this kid. Who and he's like that's my parents
0: and that's, that's me. I'm, that's the most simulation thing. That's the most. Uh, uh, what's that Jim Carrey movie?
1: Liar, liar. No. Oh, Bruce Almighty. Oh, Truman Show.
0: Truman Show thing I've ever heard.
1: In my yeah. Life. And they brought the. Everyone knows each other in this town, so yeah. they all knew the parents. And this guy's saying the teacher brings the principal, and the principal brings all the teachers into the lounge to watch it.
0: That's insane
1: that night my brother's friend went home and asked his parents about it and his mother said they're still showing that Wait a minute. It was the teachers
0: Parents or it
1: was the it was kid the in the kid, class the
0: students parents So the students mortified that yes, that was... it's
1: his parents and that's his mom giving birth to him And they on never camera. told him about it. No, he they... never signed a release. No, he didn't sign a release
0: He didn't give them permission. That's crazy. That's crazy. So now every kid in class is looking at Has
1: seen his mother's- Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Eyes. Suffice it to say, I have told that story so many times and (laughs) always laugh whenever I think about it. Thanks for all the laughs, Andrew. P.S. Come to Toronto, Canada sometime. I would love to see you two in person. I'm going to Buffer Festival. Buffer's in Toronto, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Are you going? Uh, I might be going to Toronto. I will not be going to Buffalo. Oh Canada. shit. Will you be there at the same time maybe?
0: I am in talks with the Corner Comedy oh, Club fuck yeah. in Toronto, Canada about doing a tana con- uh, about doing a stand-up show. <laughs> Dude, you should get
1: we sh- you should have a the Valley Folk on or something.
0: Maybe, we'll
1: see.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'll put you on the spot again like that. No, I'm going to talk to them in in about a week or so, but they've opened up uh Two or three clubs now since last year. And I was like, dude, I'll come up for like a long weekend or I'll come up for a couple days and I'll, you know, I'll travel around to the clubs, but I'd like to do a couple days worth of shows. So I think it's going to happen. We got to pick dates. Well,
1: I hope that happens because if it does, that means the Valley Folk and Mike Falzone will be in Toronto around the same time. So check your, um, check the sites. I don't know what the dates for Buffer Festival are. I think it's like September or October or something. I think it's September. Um, but yeah, we'll be in Toronto, so come see us. If you're in Canada, this is like one of your rare opportunities to see me and Joe and Lee and Elliot all in the same place, mm-hmm. and and in Canada, no less. Yeah. Um, anyway, so thanks for your history, Road. Fuck, I forgot your name, and I already closed the window. Um, <laughs> guys, thank you for uh, watching us. <laughs> I want to thank Mike Falzone for being here. I want to thank uh, Squarespace for being our sponsor. Mike, you got any um, plugs? Uh, I have a lot of shows coming up in August. So, uh,
0: And then the next Friends and Friends show will be on the 18th. Um, but lots of shows. And definitely follow me on, <laughs> on Instagram. And uh, MikeFalzone.com will have all the dates. Also, I'm talking with two of my friends about doing like a... After show, (laughs) doing like an after show stream after SummerSlam to talk about um, wrestling. Whoa, that's really cool. So, uh, we literally just talked about it for the first time this morning. Wow, fuck. That's really rad. And then, what are the other things? We have t shirts that I talked about before. Yes. On dynamic banter dot clothing. And Mike in the Morning comes out every Tuesday and Friday.
1: I'm so sleepy, (laughs) Mike. (laughs) I'm sleepy. All right, well, guys, <laughs> thank you so much for listening to Dynamic and uh, of course, the Valley Folks. The thing we just put up—I uh, went to see Kids Bop live, <laughs> dude.
0: I watched the Your Show.
1: Did you watch it? Yeah, What'd yeah. What do you think, man? Dude, it was—that's
0: so weird. The Kids I know, Bop thing. I know. It's very funny.
1: We uh, people wanted us to se- put it out as a separate video, so we posted that on the Valley Folk channel. So if you want to see me going to a kid's bop concert. It's everything you think it is. It uh, really is and more and it's my weird editing so you might enjoy it if you haven't seen it. Yeah, it's very funny. Uh, thank you, Mike. So Recommend go me. to, uh, thank you, I appreciate that. Go to the Valley Folk, uh, go to youtube.com slash the Valley Folk <laughs> to check that out. I've also tweeted it out and I'm probably posting it on my Instagram and shit like that too. But anyway, yes. And also if you want to become a patron of the Valley Folk, you get all sorts of cool perks from Joe, Lee, Elliot, and I and uh, you get. I think we're working on some exclusive patron shirts, like founder shirts and stuff like that. That's cool um, for for you, special patrons and stuff. But anyway, if you want to get in on the on that and help the Valley folk flourish and continue on, uh, you can go to Patreon dot com slash the Valley Folk. Cool, man. Good shit. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye, Mike. Bye, Steve. That was a headgum podcast.